You ready? I'm ready. spiritual podcast station bring you the uncut unblocked and unscripted this is the only place in the podcast universe giving you a balanced approach and a look at the other side everything from a to z we are live right now in the 1831 studio my name is natia moore and i'm anthony fliggins and this is pastor anthony said welcome everyone to this episode of pastor anthony says season two we are full of facts yes it is how you been i've been good, good i've been good, very good. very good yeah, yourself Huh? And yourself? I've been good. I've, <laughs> That's been, good. I've been very, very good. Both, both of them. <laughs> me cool. and myself. How about it? They've been pretty good. How about you? Uh, no complaints. Everything is well. Everything is well with me. No complaints. Excellent. No complaints. Excellent. Excellent. Make sure you all like, share, comment, and share. Um, we are live on Pastor Anthony Said page. Also, for the listeners, if you're not following Pastor Anthony Said's page, please um, log on to Facebook and Instagram under Pastor Anthony Said. Make sure you follow so you can see the live broadcast. Yeah. We go live. Follow. Yes, right. Yeah. Live, uh, 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 share, like, subscribe, comment, tag, yeah, you know, all those, things. all of that, all that, you know, support, <laughs> yeah, support, support, support. We don't, we, we, we know we're about a good work, so support. Definitely, and that's what that's what it's all about. Let me get on here. Let me share it myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. important. Support is support, 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 support. If, if if something on this program, program, we call it program. Something on this <laughs> yeah. program has been a blessing. I uh, yeah. have helped you out in some kind of way, uh, have assisted in uh, your growth spiritually or uh, physically, or economically. We, just, we, we, you know, we talk about a whole lot of issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, if anything like that, then, um, you know, maybe we can just uh, continue to do what we are doing. But it is good to have and to know that someone is supporting. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah so, what does support look like to you? You know, here's the deal about support. Mm-hmm. And this be I... Um, I don't support just to support. Okay. I believe that's that should be an authentic. That should be authentic. Okay. And I support the people that not not only to support me, but the people that I um I have um I have a liking to. Okay. You know you know what I'm saying. I just don't hit buttons. Okay. And I don't just watch stuff. Yeah. You know and uh but I you know if, if it means something to me and if it's adding or subtracting to the quality of my life because some things I need to some things in my life I need to you know some things need to be removed from my life. Mm-hmm. Right. So if it's adding or subtracting from the quality of my life, those are the things I support. Okay. Those are the programs that I watch. If it aids to me, if okay. it does something for me, you know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I I'll support that. Other than that, I'll just watch. You know what I'm saying? I'll like, mm-hmm. but support. Okay, you will like. Uh, yeah, I like it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I like. I will like certain things. I like. But so support me. Support is like sharing. subscribing, subscribing, or sharing. sharing okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Talking about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's that's support. You okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. To me, that's support. Okay. You know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of. I don't know. I think of course everybody has their own little. Think about. It. I think it's like a baseline. I would call it a baseline support. What I would have mean? different like brackets of support. Like baseline is would just be like my not my due diligence, but just my my my. I'm, I'm going to support because I'm going to like we have a common we have some common ground, I guess, to a certain extent. Um, of course, like you said, like it, it for me, it has to it has to be within the I guess the culture, the standards of what I you know, believe in. Okay. For example, if I'm going to share like on my social media, 
you know, um, you know, it can't just be like off the wall, like somebody's opening a strip club down the street. Like, you know, I'm not really, you know, I can't really share that. Right, you right, know what I'm right, right, right. So I mean, so that wouldn't be a baseline support, but anyway, oh, yeah. That's what we call a baseline support. Baseline support, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like okay, yeah. okay. Okay, so, yeah. That's, that's where I'm at. So, do you that. watch? Did you watch anything outside of what you do, outside of what you normally do, as far as um, you know, uh, your job or um, things that are entertaining, things that sort of, you know, I have I have decided to me that um, that's attracted to what could seem to be the opposite of what I do for a living as a okay. pastor. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So I, I really enjoy gangster movies. Okay. You know what I'm okay. saying? You know, that lifestyle. Now, and I don't want to be a gangster. Uh-huh. I don't feel like it. I don't have that bone in my body. You know, I'm, uh-huh. I'm a, I, you know, I often tell my sons we're on the other side of this. Yeah. You know, we're on the helping side. Right. We're on the side of assisting. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? I tell uh-huh. guys in our, um, our church, our ministry, is set up in the middle of what they would call the hood. Yeah. It is getting better since we've been here. It For is sure. a, a complete a 180. Yeah. Complete 180. And it's we have different. attributed to this. And to God be the glory. Um, when Bless. we first moved around here, there was the fourth worst, uh, what they would call the fourth worst <laughs> block in Baltimore City. That's like, what they call the fourth, the fourth worst block in Baltimore City. And now, and now, and now it is, uh, now you see it, it, is, it, it, it looks clean. Um, people are buying property in the area. People are starting to fix up. We have fixed up things in the area. Um, you see a lot of cleaning going on. Uh, that sense of community has come back. Um, the one store left, and then now we have a Jamaican store yeah. right on our block. Yes. And so, you know what I'm saying? It's just, you see the Different, change. Yeah. You see the change. And people really who come to our church a long time ago, mm-hmm. and they come back, you know what I'm saying, uh, I guess after the pandemic, and yeah. they look and they see it, and they're like, Wow. You know what yeah, I'm saying? This yeah. this looks a little different. It, don't, it, don't, it doesn't look or feel the same. Mm-hmm. And so that's where we are, and that's what that's what we have going on. Mm. And I am um I am completely um uh, excited about what the Lord is doing, you know. And I do believe that if you're going to uh, curse darkness, you got to be willing to light a candle. If yes. you're going to curse darkness, you must also be willing to light a candle. Mm. And people like to curse darkness, but they don't like they don't want to light the candle. Mm-mm. And this is both natural and spiritual. You know, so put your money where your mouth is, you know, and walk what you talk. Yeah. Yeah, walk what you talk. Walk that's Yeah, 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 yeah. And so that's what I believe, and um, that's what I'm doing. So we are here right now doing this. And um, so that being said, back to what I was originally saying, uh-huh. I, I, I like gangster movies. Right. Now, I don't watch a lot of TV, uh-huh. but there are some things that I really like in the lifestyle, and um, uh, I am not attracted to the lifestyle. I'm, I'm more, I guess I am... I guess when I see those movies and when I watch those uh, shows, I guess I am more um, amazed by uh, their wit. Okay. How they got out, how they get out of some tough situations. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, we look at the thuggery part of it, but right. you know, I look at the wizardry of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's a Strategy, lot of thinking yeah, the, that goes on, and it's a yeah. lot of street smarts. It is. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know, it's a lot of common sense. Mm-hmm. and uh, A lot of subliminals in it, A lot of it. Like a lot of it. Really getting to the, yeah. Yeah, and so I watched that, and I watched how some of them guys, how some of them guys are, um, uh, may not be religious, but they are highly spiritual. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And how some of those guys, you will see on some of those movies, they don't belong <laughs> right. on the street. Yeah. They don't have a heart for it. They don't have the, you know what I'm uh-uh. saying? They do somebody wrong, and they go home and they crying, you know, and all this stuff. And you're yeah. like, yeah, like, man, them, the street's not for you. You might as well come on over here to church with me. You, right. know? <laughs> you belong on my this side, bro. This is not for you. <laughs> and so I watched that, and I, um, and uh, um, yeah, I, I get something. I get something out of. I guess a piece of entertainment. You know, I get some entertaining out of. It. And uh, that being said, um, 
there's a part of me that enjoys, I guess, you said it, the strategy, the, the wizardry. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not big on the diabolical aspect of it. I'm really not. I, I really don't want to see innocent people get hurt. I don't like seeing people uh, put, in, put in jail. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Definitely don't like the deaths and all those things, things like that. So if, I, if, if there could be a movie that had that, Without all that other stuff, mm-hmm. be the perfect one for me. However, you know, the wages of sin of death. So it comes with that. And this is why, if you pay attention to all Denzel Washington movies, mm-hmm. Denzel Washington got the closet. Y'all didn't know this, but Denzel Washington have a clause in this movie, in all of his movies. And this is what Denzel Washington said. Denzel Washington said that if um, he plays any movies where he is this, what the quote unquote the villain or the bad guy, he has to die at the end of the movie. Mm. That's why he died in the training day. Wow! You know that wasn't in the original script. Okay. He act. He 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 said no. If I'm gonna be the bad guy, mm. the so-called bad guy, I have to die at the end of the movie. Wow! And so on training wow. day, everybody like, oh man, you know, mm-hmm. you know, King Kong ain't got nothing on me. Right. He said something, but you know what I'm saying. So he wasn't supposed to actually die. In no. Uh uh-uh. uh. He 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 asked him to put that in the movie. Wow. Like yo, he like no, and they and they asked him why. And he replied, the wages of sin is death. Mm. And so if I'm going to live that, if I'm going to play that role, it has to end in death. Mm. You know, he don't want to glorify the gangster, or the, you know what I'm saying, yeah. the gangsterism of it. And that's, a, you know what I'm saying, okay. it's, it's something, right? Interesting. Interesting, right? Very yeah, interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what that is. So. Yeah, I, I, for me, no, I don't, I don't, right now I don't think I have that, um, I guess I don't have a balance with that anymore. Meaning? With you asked how do I think that I have um like do I incorporate anything from like I guess the outside world? Not incorporate it, not just you incorporate it, you watch it, do you are you entertained by it or do you you know what I'm saying? Right. Not that do you indulge in it, but you know what I'm saying? Is it somewhere in the I guess on your psyche or in your view or you know, or or an attraction. Yeah, I'm, I guess the on, the only outlet for that would be movies because I really enjoy movies. Yeah. Um like right now, I guess since about like twenty 19 like my everything is my music is different everything is different so i don't i i need to kind of get a little bit more information about what's going on in the world but i really i i'm just completely secluded like i used to only do you know trap music this kind of thing all, all everything like was full blown but now i i really don't indulge so movies will really kind of be my only outlet and 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 that will really just be like a horror movie or like a suspenseful movie okay. to a certain extent. Yeah. Yeah. Womp, might, be womp, womp. Might, be, might be a little boring. Might be a little boring right now because boring. I just don't. Yeah. Trap music. Trap music. Um, I never so I I'm born nineteen hundred seventy nine. Nineteen hundred seventy nine. And so I am mm-hmm. a hip hop fan. Right. I am a fan of hip hop. Mm-hmm. And when I say a fan, I mean fan, but not a fanatic. Okay. I am a fan of the art of it. Okay. And um, I'm not getting into the is rap different than hip hop. I'm not that deep into it. Okay. But what I do, I love seeing the, um, what I enjoy is the wordplay. Okay. When certain yeah. rappers, uh-huh. you know, rap, you Definitely. know what I'm saying? The wordplay. Yeah. And I enjoy the art of it. Mm-hmm. You know, the lifestyle, uh, but the art. Right. I love the art 
of hip hop. And I love seeing people um, sort of, you know, uh, do a cypher. I love uh-huh. watching cypher. Yeah, I, I like love that. watching cyphers. Yeah. I love watching when people, you know, uh, just just start um, rapping on a whim. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or you know, battle rapping. Battle rapping. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just, just, just. I like seeing those things. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, how did they come up with those words? And right. How did they that do fast, like, that fast? Right there on the, on on the beat. And but it also shows how our people think. Mm-hmm. We are so rhythmic. You know Creative. what I'm saying? And so with the rhythm, we were able to think. We think better, and so what people do on paper and what they do just uh, in a classroom, what they do on, on a blackboard or on a computer, you know what I'm saying? You give us a rhythm, and we can really, I mean, go with it. You know what yeah, I'm saying? And, you know, and, uh, and I'm watching it, and uh, yeah, that, that's where we at. But I said 1979, the reason I said it is because, you know, after Tupac, Biggie Smalls, Jay-Z, you know what I'm saying, at the height or the apex of their careers, after that, I sort of really didn't find anyone else I could really enjoy. Okay. Me, Anthony Fliggins. I really couldn't find the one I really enjoy. Okay. Um, in the sense, and, and I just, I guess that sense of nostalgia that I have with this, that I respect what they did and how, um, I guess, the work ethic that they put into it, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was right before trap music actually came out. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That Southern music when yeah. the South took over. Yeah. And so it was usually New York and L.A. Yeah. I like Lil rapping. Wayne. Lil Wayne was, yeah, it's the South. before that. No, he uh-uh. was before that. He after was, that. You think he was kind of after that? Yeah, Lil Wayne was after Tupac and them. Too. I mean, yeah, he was after that, but I mean, he's kind of beat the trap trap spot oh yeah he was before that before yeah. yeah before trap came oh yeah 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 definitely that and so yeah so um in that sense you're watching them and i guess i guess i i one of the things i see is one of the things i recognize is real recognize real okay for some of those people i can see they really not living that lifestyle okay you can hear the way, because if you see, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There are certain people who just lived a, they didn't, they they had a, they lived a, I guess a middle class, decent lifestyle, mm-hmm. and they had a little skill, a little gift, they had a little talent, and they, you know what I'm saying? They went into the, into I guess, into this genre of music, and they started, you know, moving forward and doing what they were doing, but you can tell. So, that's if, not if they real. don't have a, if they weren't into the street life, can they still be like? Is this no? You know what I'm see and see. I kind of like why because you phony. Not that they have to rap about that, but why, what if they rapped about other things? Like basically, if they rap about something else, they good because Kanye West do it. He's like the only one that kind of seems to be ex- maybe not. I won't say that. Real. Okay. You know, I would, if you're not what you don't think. So do you believe that? Yeah, I believe that you can definitely tell when somebody is has really lived that life or they haven't lived that life that they're rapping about. But do you believe if they if they are from the streets, mm-hmm. they should rap about that? And if they're not from the streets? I think they should rap about whatever they really? want to rap about. Well, okay. But I don't think that they should have to have the stigma of, like, even someone that's from the streets and they decide to rap about their goals or I'm going to Harvard, like, um, or whatever, you know, things like that. Like, I, I just, I don't think they should be limited to only I get fit it. into that box I get it. to be like popular or to be it. accepted. And the person that kind of comes up kind of maybe the Carlton Banks, I'm not saying that he's a right, rapper. Right. I'm just saying somebody in that kind of, but they actually have the skill to, to rap. Right. It's kind of like, Oh, you weak because you don't even know, you know, not that he had to rap about that, but it's almost like you're not, you don't fit in. 
because you don't. You, because you, and it, that kind of sucks because you should be able to rap about whatever. Is the skill? Is the flow? Is the rhythm? Is is all of that? It, right. I mean, your of course your history and stuff. That's great too. Yeah. But to be able to talk about anything like you just literally talk about this what, building can't and you, you talk, break out into something. But can't like, you talk a, about it without saying you actually did it? Yeah, they talking like they did it. Yeah, I'm not saying I don't, I'm not some of those people. Yeah, I'm some of the people. I'm not saying you can rap about anything because mm-hmm. even um, oh, they some rappers got gospel music. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not talking some you know some hip hop artists. You know, you know what I'm saying. Hardcore hip hop artists got mm-hmm. gospel music. So I'm yeah. you know freedom of speech, mm-hmm. and so I, I I'm 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 okay with that. But if you haven't lived it. And you're rapping yeah, like you doing it. Yeah, no, no, like, I'm not talking yeah, about those. That's people. what I'm talking about. And you can tell they really haven't done anything. You could just yeah. tell. And yeah, I'm not talking about those. And, and the only know. reason you can, and only reason I can tell is because real recognize real. Mm-hmm. And you can also tell when someone sings a love song and they really haven't been in love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is the, the or, or singing a heartbreak song, and they have their hearts have never been broken. It's hard. Go for it. Um, because I don't know. I think I think that. People in general like relate to pain, and I think that if your music doesn't have a certain level of pain, like it's a pain scale, I would say, then people assume that you've never been through like a heartbreak. I, I agree There's with those a, people. Yeah, that, but you don't. No, I don't think that. I, especially now, I think that we all go through pain, but I feel like. The expression of pain, like the era where everything I'm going down, like everything is just hard and just. And I'm not saying it's not hard now, but I'm just saying the expression is, um, in some ways, a little more lighter. And so that lightness, it's kind of looked at like you haven't been through anything, and it's like, yeah, they have. Oh, they have. yeah, I think it's you're talking different. about. So you're talking about the different eras. I'm talking about the different eras. Yeah. I'm talking about the different people. People too. I mean, people era. I mean. So uh, so right now there is some okay um there today you can hear somebody today same same contemporary on contemporary people and they can sing a love song mm-hmm. and you can tell man they've been in love they 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 they, they what I'm love. saying is a lot of times like with the love songs mm-hmm. I can't say all of them but a lot of them have some type of that that I'm thinking what you're talking about is like that grit that that pain that that's that, not what mm, I'm talking about. Okay, that's what that's what I'm referring to. No, 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 I'm not talking typically about that at all. A, okay, typically there's like this thing and people just like no, I'm not talking about that at all. Because it, 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 it can even be happiness. Okay, and you can tell when somebody's singing and they're just not happy in love, and they're singing a love song and they're just not satisfied or happily in love. They just not, mm-hmm. and you can tell it through their music. It's like it, it's missing something. Mm-hmm. Like you've never felt, not you've never felt, but you have not tapped into. That feeling, or you didn't go back to that feeling, or you ready for this? Somebody else wrote that. Oh yeah. And somebody else wrote a lot of people. Somebody, a lot of people. Somebody else wrote that, and then it's just your voice, and you're just doing something. Just you know what I'm saying? You're 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 just contributing to the music world, and but it's different when you have experienced heartbreak, love, ups and downs, commitment. It comes out as authentic, and for. People to think that people don't know it is foolish, in my opinion. And so, when you who, tell, who, give us, give us, give us an example of who you're talking about. 
Because I guess it just depends on on the listener. Because that's it depends person. on the listener. It depends on the listener. That, the, that's the listeners. The list. The person. I said the listener because it's it would be singular for each that each specific person that's listening. Oh, so, oh so I can't talk for one million different. No, listeners. no, I understand. I'm just I'm saying that that perspective will be different for each. Listen, yeah, yeah, I know, can't do you that. Might, to you. you might think that, no. but I'm saying there could be a group that's like, yeah. See, this is, so, 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 so I that, like, I like that. I feel, so there's a group. That, see, there's a group that that's says that, right? Example of who you. So there's about. a group that says that, and then there's a group that that um, there's a group that says, I like the music, but there's a group that is listening to, not that is not just listening to the music, that is actually feeling the music. That it's the feel of it. It's the vibration. It's the words. Okay, the feel, the vibration. It's the words that uh-huh. you use. That you you can almost hear them singing, and like they know what they're talking about, and you can feel that they know what they're talking about because a lot of their experiences are the same thing that you are experiencing, mm-hmm. and it's just different when you're on the outside looking in talking about it, and it, it could sound good, aka like rap sounds good to me, but I'm I'm outside looking in. So really, I, I, you know what I'm saying. I don't, I don't know what's going on. I can't tell you that life. I'm on the outside looking in. All I can say to you is, when it sound when, when somebody's rapping about running from the cops, and then somebody telling you how they ran from this block to that block and through the stuff down here and the this, this, they, you can almost again. You know what they can do? Paint a picture. Uh huh. Their their words can paint a picture. And you can almost imagine. Yeah, they're storytelling. The, they're story. They're storytelling. Mm-hmm. And like, no, that's a real story. That's if okay. it's not a real story, it sounds just like a real story. <laughs> that's a real story. Opposed to somebody saying, "Yo, I ran and I'm getting my boy," and you're like, "Yeah, somebody, yeah, that's that's not real. You you didn't go through that." And so we look at it. I look at it as how I see it. And so, uh. You know, to each his own, tomato, tomato, whatever you love and like. But yeah. I, I am of, I am from the, I am from the school of live what you preach and preach what you live. Okay. I am from that school. And that's one of the things about me that I will not walk away from. Okay. Because everything else, I feel like it's not authentic. Okay. I, that's the school I'm from. Okay. I'm just from, the, I'm just from, I'm just cut from that cloth. Okay. So yeah, but of course we got the freedom of speech. Yeah. But uh, you can say what you want to say. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Every, everyone's different. Everyone hit everyone. Yeah, is completely different. Right, right. So, and what about? Do you agree or disagree? Well, not, not it's not agree or disagree. What kind of person are you in that sense? In the sense of are you music? like are you so you are okay with people, um, giving, expressing, singing, um, performing something that they haven't lived. That's okay. I mean, you you can you can if appreciate that. Or singing about whatever they don't, whatever heard. whatever it is. Um, can you appreciate it just, that? It just depends. Like for example, um, for I'm just gonna give this is a random example. I've I've seen people that I can't say necessarily have went through the exact same. Like when when you see tributes to older um, singers, R and B singers, or whoever. I'm not saying that the person that's like doing the tribute to them hasn't necessarily gone through anything, but I can't say that they've gone through that exact thing that that writer was like going through at that moment. Um, and they're able to express it in a way that kind of shows the original writer's heart and you still can see the passion in it. I mean, I obviously can't prove that you went through it or not. So I think, yeah, I think you can, 
Um, like as far as like rappers, no, I think that it it you can tell when some people are rapping about things that they really just don't know about. But I don't know. I think that I just I don't I don't know. I don't I don't like when people I guess are put into a not a box, but a this place of uh I could tell that you don't know you you have never experienced this. Like I don't like when people put that kind of category on on people if you kind of just you don't really know. Like I said like you might feel that way but there might be a group or a fan base that are like she's like my favorite singer. I know she's going through that or I know he's going through that. Same exact thing. That's why I was kind of mentioning like the sound of pain or the sound of not saying you were talking about that but the sound of that grit that people that sometimes relate to. Like, for example, like a Leandria Johnson, right? You know what I'm talking about? Compared to, and I don't want to compare people, but compared to, like, someone that's a little more, um, that's a little maybe lighter in, in regards to the, the tone of their voice. Somebody would say, oh, no, she's really been through, and she has actually, she's been on the street, she's done all of those things. Um, but compared to somebody that has also went through some things, but it's like, no, she. I'm. She is the one who really went through it. It almost becomes this. Uh, so you're talking about style. I'm talking about the whole the whole picture. I'm talking about the painting of the picture as well. It's because not some just people, about the style. Some, some people don't have grit with their pain, but you can still tell they've gone through something. Yeah. Well, grit is the word that I used. Uh, it just to just to show like some some weightiness on it necessarily. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, I, I agree with that. Now I agree with that because everybody's style is different. So I agree with that. But yeah, I so I I definitely agree with that. Everybody's style is different. Everyone's style is different. But yeah. what I'm saying is but, like a sometimes a listener, like you just said, like you can just tell somebody's not going through something. They would assume that they've never went through what not, they but not based on their style. If they're singing a certain kind of way, if they have a certain style, there's some people that you would think like they really whatever she's singing about, or he's singing about. I don't think they've gone through that. Based off of it, could be their style. Just because their style might not be. That that it's just it's just a difference. Yeah, I don't, me. I don't. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that sense, but that's not what I was talking about. Okay, that's I, what I, I'm talking about. No, 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 no. I agree with you on that point. Okay. No, but so the styles are different. Some people are lighter. Some people got heavier. Some people got that that down south. The blues. reason why I mentioned in the style Go ahead. is because you're saying that. Do I think that there are some people that don't relate to a particular? particular music right Uh uh-uh what's the question okay okay can you tell when someone is authentic or not yes so if that wasn't the question no 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 no, no, that wasn't my question no it was something else no 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 okay my question is see it would have been a yes or no 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 tia tia we were talking about can you tell when someone is authentic about their music not the way they sung yes and so the way somebody sings if you would have asked that it would have been a yes or no question i used the word authenticity i said authentic that's not what you asked but it's okay okay yes i can tell Right. That, that's, that would have been right. the answer. All right. That's what I said. I'm not, and that's the, I'm from the school that says you can tell when somebody, but I wasn't talking about pe- different styles. I never okay. brought their style up because okay. I know some people sing a little lighter. Some people, um, they're real heavy with their voices. I brought the style, style up because yeah. sometimes the that initial, I guess, uh, perception of how someone, what they're presenting, it has a lot to do with the style, how I'm like uh, interpreting Really, the style of how you're singing, or the style of how you're rapping, or whatever it is that you're doing, to me, it ultimately comes down to like the style and how my interpretation of it. I mean, obviously, it's the feel. Can I? Can you make me feel it? But it still has a lot to do with the style and how I 
uh, presented to you, how I tell the story with my voice or with my rhymes or with my dust or with my flow, or whatever it is, make you feel good, make you feel sad, make you go back to that moment. Like to me, it still ultimately comes down to that. That's why. I it's, style. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 So on that part, I agree with you. I don't agree. I don't think that style matters. I just know that I. I not, it's not that I know. Is that I feel that authenticity. If you real, you can tell when someone else is real. And that's and that's just it. If you real, you can tell when somebody else is real. Um, and I think that real people sort of can see that. And I, I've watched people say, nah, that's not real. And I watch people say, yeah, now that's real. In so many words, you can relate to it. And so what makes you relate to something that's real? And it's probably my question. Mm. What makes me relate to something that's real? And the only thing that makes something only thing that makes me relate to something that's real is I'm real. I'm not trying. I'm not. I, uh, you're not trying to put a show on. I'm okay with showing my vulnerabilities. Okay. Those things are real to me because if you're on a stage and you and the world is looking at you and you're saying, "Hey, I'm open," but then I'm trying to hide something while I'm open. And I can see that you're something's you're missing something because you're not fully okay on that stage. That's that's not you. There is something that's missing. Don't know what it is, really can't connect, but okay, we get it. I understand. Maybe you are in a certain um growing process, you know? Maybe that's it. But you're not you're not open enough and vulnerable enough, strong enough, or even in so many words, weak enough. At some point, you got to just say, I'm not there, and this is not it, but I'm on my way. And you can hear that as well. So you can hear a person who sing a song and say, that's not my best. I could have done better. And um, it could have been different. Everybody else is saying, that was the best ever. You did such a good job. You did this and you did that. Like, no, I did not do a good job because I know myself. And so they said, I didn't do, I didn't do well. I can do better. And guess what? I'm gonna do better next time. I can appreciate them and the way they present themselves because now that I see that they see sort of what I see. Now somebody else may see something different. I can't agree or disagree with them. I can only tell you what I feel about them. And when they come off like that, I can respect everything else they're doing. And that's what I mean by authenticity. Okay. How you feel? I don't, I don't. I don't I don't know how to even describe it because it uh, it's just I don't know. I I think that I I think it it all it it just it's all about to me the interpretation. Um again, I'm going to use this example cuz it's the only thing I could think of. If I'm looking cuz I can this is the only person I could think of with the grit right now. You're going if back I'm, to the style. Huh? Yeah, cuz it still ultimately to me has a lot to do with that. Um like, if I look at a, a Leandria, for example, and then I look at, like, Erica Campbell, I'm going to see them in concert. I don't want to compare them, but I'm just saying I'm looking at them. Mm-hmm. Somebody might hear Erica's style and say, I really, I think she's had it easy. I think, mm, I don't think that's, I don't think she's gone through that much. You know what I mean? Obviously, she has a fan base and things like that, but there will, might be someone that says, I don't I can't really relate to that because I just don't think she's gone through anything. It's just just too it's too light. But they see Leandria like, oh, that's pain. No, she's really has gone through whatever it is. I think that 
that interpretation, like that the person is, that the person has is based off of obviously their personal experience with what they have related to in the past. And they kind of associate that with what they currently hear, if that makes sense. Does that make sense? I'm trying. Whatever it is that they've ever heard, like they, they associate that with that to make that ultimate decision that this person has gone through something and this person has not. So I'm gonna go with this person because I think they're real. That that's that's what that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. But you're basing it on style. I'm basing it on style. Okay. I'm basing it off of that because to me that has everything to do with it. When I hear someone, I mean when I talk about when I'm talking about your style, I'm talking about your flow. I'm talking about your tone. I'm talking about how you can paint the picture or not. It all kind of to me has that um it's still all in the the window of your style, the style that you're bringing to your music. Right. Um, and that is, sounds like, like when you say that you, you see someone in there um, and I feel like they haven't really gone through anything. Right. You know, I just real recognize real. Yeah. When in fact that person has pop, gone through something. I'm not saying whoever you, I'm just saying that per, a lot of people make that judgment or that statement to the, to the person and how, how can you? Well, I well, don't get it. Well, I can't speak for everybody. I right. can only speak for I'm, me. Right, right, right. See what I'm saying? So we like we not. So we even talking about other people in the middle of this. But I'm asking, how do you? How do you see it? And you was asking me, how do I see it? So I can't speak for how everybody else sees. Right, it. but I'm just I'm in, in regards to what you said. I'm saying I know a lot of a lot of people make that right that kind of statement. Like but I'm I, but I'm saying we keep saying a lot of people. But I'm asking. I mean, I can't give you, you statistics. If that's no, no, no. I, no I just want to. This, okay. So this question, this this conversation has nothing to do with nobody else thinking right, but about I, music. But I'm asking the T, and the T, I want I want to know and the from you. Is telling you from you that I don't agree with what you're saying. Yeah, great, right, great. But I'm based not off you. of that other I people. See, yes, other and, and personally. That's what, I, see, that's what I want. That's what I want to know about I've you. Why don't you? Agree? I've experienced it as well. Right. In regards to. Certain uh, people may be thinking that you haven't experienced anything because they can't relate to your style, your tone, your this, your right. that. What I'm saying is that's why I don't really agree with it because I know personally there are things that I've gone through. Yeah. That there may be someone that's listening to me. There might be a particular audience that's like, I don't think she's going through anything. Where there's another audience that's like, wow, really so what part, connected with that. So what part and about so, me you don't agree with? Because I'm agreeing with you. It didn't say, I don't know why. Why this I don't happens, know. The comprehension is just off. I don't know because I'm very. I'm. I'm not retarded. No, no, you're not. Are you. No, no, no. See, so I'm not sure okay. where the comprehend. Because I, I think it, because I, let's see. Let's let's see. If we can find this. Let's, let's see. see if we can find this because in the it happens conversation. every time. Yes, yeah, this we can find this in the conversation. Okay. Okay. I am talking about the authenticity in a person's singing, gifting, um, delivery. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, but I'm not talking about their style. So let's give to it. To me, that's style. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. See, you keep see, and why that's is where that we not style? see. Wait a minute. That's where we keep missing. I'm gonna tell you why. Okay. Because when I played football, I'm gonna okay. use another p- kind of person. So let's stay with music. No, no. Wait a minute. No, no, no. I'm using this as an example, and there's somebody who just performing, or let's say somebody who just performing, a coach. Okay. There are some coaches that are really raw. I mean, raw. I mean, get in there, cuss you out, talk like you know. I, this is how we're going to do it. You know what I'm saying? Get out there and play, row his fam up. But there are some coaches that are really laid back. Listen, guys. I mean, there's there two different styles. But it's a coach by the name of Coach Dungy. Coach Dungy coached one of the best players in the NFL. But if you look at Coach Dungy's style. Coach Dungy was a laid-back, 
I'm not cussing. Christian, hey, it's cool. Hey, you, when you hear him talk, it's no, it's no, it's, it's, it, it feels like there is no passion in it. It's almost you can go to sleep while he's talking. But he knew how to coach a football team and could coach a winning program. He's a winning coach. So we're going to have to use music. Wait, 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 wait. We can use a whole lot of things, dude. But again, the conference. Wait a minute. No, we're talking about real and authenticity. But that can be real and authenticity. It goes across the board. Because that can go in preaching. That can go in singing. Listen to what I'm saying to you. We were using artists. As examples. As examples. I'm only using another example to prove my point to saying that. I like you to stay with the example we're doing. I get it. But listen to what I'm saying. I know what you like. But I have to I have to bring in other things to let you know that you we can use different examples there to bring out a certain point to sort of substantiate your point. Just because we're talking about music, it does not mean that I have to stay. No, it's just if we're trying to clarify what we were originally talking well, about. Oh, but no, no, we, you, we were talking about style. You were talking about style, and I wasn't. And to prove that I'm not talking about style, so that's what I'm doing right now. I'm only substantiating the point because I totally agree with you, and I'm trying to say to you. I agree with you. So the way I'm substantiating my point is to let you know that I'm not talking about the grit and the grind and the aggression in somebody's voice or their expression as real or not. Using Coach Dungey, who was a calm person. So what person, are you talking about when you're talking about the Authenticity. Real or not? And what is included in authenticity? The story, that I, and I said it before, they can paint the picture. I never said nothing about their style. style. No, 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 no. Painting pictures is not a style. It is. Oh, it's in the style. Oh, well, it's the technique. Wait a minute. You can. I, OK, so um, T.D. Jakes can tell a story mm-hmm. and he and he's just that really dramatic. That will be his style. OK, but, but listen to this. But so can a Creflo Dollar. OK, who's not as loud and everything else. And you can tell both of them. No specific style. That's what, that's what I'm saying. So okay. so I listen. To this. So I am agreeing with you where we keep missing. I keep saying, ready for this. The fir- so the first Wait thing we agree first it. thing we're disagreeing with not disagreeing. is the style. No. Because you're saying that what I'm saying is not style, but in fact you just described no, the till, style. No, Till. I'm saying style doesn't the difference of styles doesn't mean you are authentic or not. It does. It has a lot to do with your authenticity. Your Wait a style minute. deals with Wait a who minute. you are. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So you're trying your, to say that you, So are you uh, disagreeing with what you just said? No, I'm saying that the authenticity has a lot to do with the your person's st- personal style. Style, okay, good. Which could be different for each each person. Platform. Okay, good. Right. All right. So and and I'm also different in how people interpret those styles as as being this one is this and this is that. Like, okay. So the different styles. Okay. So you talk are you telling me that styles determine if your person is authentic or not? I'm telling you that style goes into the authenticity of a person. For okay. example, their technique, their form, well, their well, then everybody has a style. Yes. And everybody's authentic. Everyone is, has their own authenticity. Yes. So now we disagree. Because everyone, authenticity is you being you. That's true. Right. So everyone has the ability to be themselves. I agree now, with that. Now, if someone decides to change themselves to, to fit a certain thing, that's different. I'm not but even every, talking about that. Everyone has, in the, because you're saying that authenticity is everyone's not authentic. I believe everyone has the ability to be authentic. Okay, so the person that screams and just go there. Okay, let's just use that. Let's just use that aggressive part. Okay, the, there can be you can be real aggressive, real deep, real raw, and still be phony. Okay, does that and change you can be, the? Mm-mm, mm-mm, okay. I'm just, you can be real aggressive, real deep, real. Oh, I'm going down. You can have all like that, oh, and be 
completely phony. What is phony? What is phony? You haven't experienced the okay. things you're. So they're uh, lying. By. You're lying. Okay. You can be aggressive. You can be an aggressive liar. Okay. And then you can be a calm person and completely tell the truth. Right. And you can be a calm liar. Yeah. So my thing, authenticity has not, in my opinion, is not based upon the style. Your authenticity, in my opinion, this is just to me, is based upon are you able to paint a picture that I can relate to? Now, I'm, I'm not talking about nobody else, just me. You can paint a picture that I can relate to. So I can appreciate someone who is real raw and real aggressive and um, seem to be uncouth and um, sweating and, you know what I'm saying, take off their shoes and, and run around in the stage. And I can also appreciate the person that can sit at the piano and just sing out their melodies. And you can just tell through the way, through, through their artistry and the way they wrote, the, the, way the, the, the way the picture is being painted, that both of them are real. So, yes, yeah, so that's what I mean by real and not real. Isn't it? To me, it wasn't style don't make you real or not. Style okay. doesn't make you authentic or not to me. But everyone has a style, but style doesn't make you. That's just the way you presented whatever you're doing at that time. And back to the coach thing. Just because a coach is, doesn't, doesn't scream and yell, that doesn't mean he is not a good coach. And just because a coach does scream, yell, and cuss at everybody, and, ah, that doesn't mean he's a bad coach and doesn't mean he's not a good coach. Ultimately, do you know how to run a winning program? Ultimately, as a singer, you're singing about love. Do you know what love is? Ultimately, about worship, and you're singing, do you know what worship is? Ultimately, do you teach? Do you know what teaching is? Do you know what you're talking about? Ultimately, that's what, that's what it is. That's how I personally see it. And so that's just my thing. But we were agreeing at first, and it just went left. But we were agreeing. We were, we were agreeing. So, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's just how I see it. Okay. Yeah, that's how I see it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. That's it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't know. For me, it's just about the, in, it's the interpretation of it and how, I guess, people interpret those um, different things. I mean, a lot of it, I guess, would just be your discernment in general. But for some people that feel as though they can't relate to certain things, um, I don't know. I think it, I don't know. It's a, for me, it's about the interpretation, but it's, it's, about, it's, about, it's, about, it's, about, it's about the interpretation. Yeah. Uh, you, so it, have you, ex you said, but you said you've experienced that. I've experienced that. So what do you do with it? No, nothing. Nothing. There's nothing I can do with oh, it. Oh, yes, you can. There's nothing I, there's nothing I want to do. Oh, uh, nothing you want to do There's nothing that. I want to do if, if I'm, if I'm being authentically myself. Mm. And I'm like, for example, if I'm ministering and I'm saying what I hear the Lord say, yeah. or if I'm doing what I'm, what I'm yeah, yeah, assigned yeah. in that moment, and it's not, you know, received or it's looked at as phony or it's looked at as whatever the other list of things it could be looked at. I know that there's there's a group that you know, feels that way, and then there's, there's a group that, that doesn't. So I, is, there's nothing I can, I mean, I pray about it, and I leave it, I leave it there. I don't, like, stress about it or, like, right. try to, I can't do anything you else can. to, I, I don't want to do anything else to persuade you of no, anything No, 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 not on the stage. You can. What would I want to do if I've done Go what I was Go where assigned? you are accepted. Well, Yeah. That, no, you actually can you do. But I'm saying that there, there's always a split. There's always no, a split not. group. No, it's not. Yes, there is. 
everyone, every there's no one that goes into a room and everyone is team whoever you are, and everyone is and there's no one that's not like. Mm. No, no, wait a minute. But you're talking on a split group. So is this yeah. split 50-50, 10-90? I, I can't give you specific numbers, but okay. I do know that there's a group that, and again, we talk about just needing your one, so I'm not. No, 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 no. So, so no, so if you are in a room, if you are constantly in a room and it's 50-50, mm-hmm. it's, unless you're trying to convince the other 50 that's not rolling with you to roll with you, then you're in the wrong room. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you will never, you will you why, will never. Why would you need to convince because them to be with you? Because you are leading. And so there are some people that you, when you're leading, if you're leading, the praise the worship, I'm a preacher. Uh-huh. So if I'm leading and I got half the room that says, uh-uh, no, 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 and I'm sent to this room, uh-huh. my job is to make, as a leader, uh-huh. is to say, hey, I know where I'm going and I'm sent to help you to get to go there. Uh-huh. That's why I'm here. And I am going to do that part. Now, if you got half the room that's going with you mm-hmm. and half the room that's not, the room could be 100, the room could be 200, the room could be 2,000. Mm-hmm. Okay, to stay there, to stay there is unproductive. And see, to me, I'm not really, it's hard for me to process that because, um, first of all, I was, whatever, wherever I am, I was, I was sent there for a specific assignment, right? Secondly, I know what the Lord has spoken to my spirit in regards to, the perception or the reception of the people that I'm actually sent to. And so I, I know that the people that I'm sent to are not always going to um, be agreeable with what I say. I have a word or a message that is supposed to shake things. And it's not, it's not, it, it may not always make you smile. It'll make you think it could change. You it could do some things, but it might not always be that. It just might not be that. So that's where I, I get torn because that I, I understand that where I'm going, I'm not always going to have that. Okay. So where are you going? Wherever I'm led. Wherever I'm, wherever I'm sent to. to right now, to my, say that, you got to say where you're going or who you're going to because that's a tough – because I, I know and, this and ministry. This is all – all this is this is my right now. This would be whatever demographic I'm sent to. But my, my my okay. So when God gives you that kind of assignment, yeah, He also tells you where to go. Mm-hmm. He He doesn't He doesn't leave that open ended. Right. So it's like okay. So if I'm going there, then who then where are you going? Who are you sent to to say something like that? What do you, What do you mean? Okay, to say that I'm going to I'm, to say that my assignment is to go where I'm not accepted. Basically what you're saying uh-huh. is to go where I'm not accepted. Nine times out of ten, okay, so if you look at the scriptures, people who go where they're not accepted usually don't stay long or they die by the, the people usually take them out. They, they just, it's never, it's hardly ever a turnaround. You just never turn around. They even kill Jesus. So it's like never turned around. Uh-huh. And so their just name is known for the person that just shook things up. But they was never, you know what I'm saying? It was never that. So uh-huh. if, I, if my mind go to scripture, and I'm trying to go to scripture now. And if I go to scripture and trying to figure out when God sent somebody somewhere and the whole region or half the region was against them, what happened? What wasn't? What happened? What went on? Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, Paul got kicked out some of the places that he was in. If you read Paul's story, mm-hmm. Paul went, Paul said, I'm, Paul said, my ministry, um, in the end of the book of Romans, he said, my ministry is to go where Jesus is not mentioned. Okay. They wanted, you know, my ministry is to go where Jesus is not mentioned. Mm-hmm. This is what Paul said. When Paul went to most of those places, Paul was uh he was he was beat up, he was kicked out, 
next to death, left hungry, mm-hmm. um, suffered with malaria, in prison, uh, died. They said he was, uh, history said he was beheaded. So that's the end. So the, the, there is no glorious end for that person. Okay. For that person, there is no glorious end. Mm-hmm. And so there is a real, but their desire matches that life. Mm-hmm. Like their desire to want to see, you know, um, uh, um, Paul said, um, I would rather die. This is what Paul said. Paul said, I would rather be a sinner than to see Israel go through what they're going through. Yeah. I would rather that. He said, I love them so much. I would rather just walk away. Mm. I mean, he had this love for the people and he had this, this passion for God. He had this God moment. It's for like, hey, you know what? If I'm going to go through this, I'm going to go through this. And he said, uh, my glory is not in what I achieved. Mm-hmm. My glory is in the things that I've been through and the graces on my life because of what I've been through. Right. So he said, I don't glory in my achievements. I glory in my trials, my stress. And then he named the stuff he'd been through. He literally named the stuff he'd been through. And because he was called to that, he knew that he was called to the Gentiles. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm going to go through this, Lord, you can at least tell me who I'm going to. You know, God is a fair God. And if I'm going to make and if this is going to be my lot, then tell me what you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What am I going to do? What am I going to face? What is this ministry about? Right. And um, how does this ministry look in 2023? Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so where do you understand that what I'm saying there? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But in, in, in the general consensus and in the, in the spirit of wisdom. Always go where you're celebrated and not tolerated. In the spirit of wisdom, always go where you're celebrated and not tolerated. Yeah. Because you go where you're tolerated, you're almost wasting time. Yeah. Go for it. I mean, I hear what you're saying, but I also know what I heard. What I yeah, heard. yeah, yeah. So what, I mean, I so what you like, What I just said that the people that I'm necessarily sent to won't always receive. Um, you, they just won't always necessarily receive right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, I know the speci- like who I'm specifically sent to and the the group that I'm sent to and um, and that's that's who that. you sent to. I really don't really want to. De- I'm sent to. Oh my god! Why? Like I mean, why not? I mean, why we why we gotta go into the details? Why not? You you really sitting up here and telling us all this stuff? I mean, and then now you want to like mm-hmm. it's not that many. I just really want to talk about, but. Um, we, yes, we want to know. I want to know. Okay. On the air. On okay. the air. Yeah, I want to know who you sent to on the air because they might be listening. I'm not going to give you specific names. No, well, I, I, mean, wanna name, I want to know current, who. Currently, I'm, I'm sent to the court of Christ. Okay. I have a specific assignment at the court. Are of you sitting here? Yeah. You're not sent to this church. I am sent here. I called you here. But I'm sent here. I have an assignment here. Still. I have an assignment here. Wait, Regardless of. Whoa, 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 whoa. I have whoa, whoa. an assignment here. Well, wait a minute, Tim. Time out. Okay. Time out. Do you know where you're sent? And do you know where you're called? Yes. But I do I do believe that when you're called somewhere, like you called me to where'd you call me to? I called you to the pulpit to do praise and worship. Okay. And on, while doing that, yeah. I was then assigned um after I was called, if that makes sense. No. Yes. Like I Let had me hear it. it. I had a call I had a calling. When you put me on praise and worship, when you yeah. assign me to praise and worship, I then received an assignment from the Lord within this ministry. To do? To do praise and worship, to to intercess. Like, there are specific things that I'm do, supposed okay, to be doing Okay, we about to go in. You better lock in, Tim. You about to lock in. You better okay. get ready. You about to lock in. I mean, this is this is what... Yeah, you about is, to lock in. This is... I have a, I do have a specific Okay, assignment. you say what you say, and I'm going to say what I say. 
and let, and let God guide. You, I'm okay, you, Tim, because it's going to be good. Let's go. It's going to be real good. Let's go. Okay. Go ahead. I'm all, I also know that I'm called to um, cultivate a new generation of worshipers. Yeah. Um, so within that, uh, I mean, I've had conversations with the Lord about my specific demographic, about the age and things like that. And there is not a specific age group. I'm supposed to actually be able to be able to uh, deal with the old and the young. Mm-hmm. Okay. And a, a lot of times it's those that are untraditional per se. Um, but yeah, that, that's who I'm, that's who I'm called to. Okay. So untraditional old and young people, old and young people, I'll be able to transcend through those group, groups of people. Okay. I don't have to just be with a young group. I'm able to also transcend to an older population. I am more or less more relatable to the untraditional, but I will be able to minister to those that are traditional in the same sense. Beautiful. So why are you sent here? What do you mean? Like what's you said, my I'm sent here. You said I have an assignment yes. here. What is your assignment right. in, in this it's church? Intercession is worship leader. Okay. 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 Now, your assignment in this church is to be developed. Yes. To do all those other things you said you got to do. Uh-huh. Your assignment here is to develop in an in an environment where that it, it allows a ministry like yours to thrive. That's what your assignment here. Your assignment here is to develop into what you're going into. Because anywhere else, not not someone in any other church, anybody else who go who deals with what you got to deal with will not allow you to really let your wings flourish. In fact, they'll pluck your feathers off your wings before you take off. So with all the with all the with all of these things that you're dealing with, this ministry house stands as a house to say, hey, this ministry that as this ministry as Natia Moore has to be developed within this. Untraditional? Of course I'm untraditional. Young and old? Come on. I told you before, I had to preach to uh, Elder JC, who was in his 60s, God bless his soul, and his grandson, who was sitting next to him, who is now ministering. And I had to find a word to meet both of them at the same time. Mm-hmm. So now I'm here, and I'm here to develop, to take that, to take that ministry, not this ministry, that ministry worldwide. So now you're sitting here to develop. Like, yeah, so... Everybody, because nobody wants that backside of the mountain. Nobody wants to perfect their swing like David. No one wants to get that part. Everybody wants to skip steps and stuff like that. So this stage has allowed you to say, okay, I can cut my teeth here. I can do A, B, and C. No matter who agrees or disagrees with me. No matter what no one says. No, it doesn't. It, that's all that's irrelevant. Even though it may be, it may be upfront and sometimes personal. But because of the ministry, the things that you face can also be irrelevant because the pastor knows what you are here for. And I will never in my life stop that. So when I called you up, I called you up out of a midst of like 12 singers. You are not next in line. My wife is. Deshaun should be next in line. And now God says, no, 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 no. That's the gift you develop. That's why this, that's it right there in a prayer meeting. 
Like, she's the one you bring up. She's the one that's going to do this. She's the one that's going to do that. And even the things that I, I vehemently disagree with you about cannot stop the grace that's on your life. It can't. Your pastor can't stop you. Agree or disagree. And that's the anointing. It ain't. It's, 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 it's what you say it is, but it's not all of it. So now you're here and all of those things are being developed. And so now I have to then be humble. I, it makes me a better pastor. Pastors, if you're listening to me, because pastors got gifts in their church just like yours, and they don't know what to do with it. And so instead of cultivating, guess what they do? They put them in the background and said, you wait your turn. No, you cultivate those gifts when God called you to do such things so you can move forward. So now while you're here, you're, is there a little fire? Yeah, there's a little fire. Is there a little roughness? Look, all that's there. But if somebody tells you, I am called to shake things up, then what do they mean? What are they called to do? So now if you go out there to shake stuff up, you got to know what it feels like. And what kind of, what, what's going to be the response? And now you're having that response in the court of Christ by some people ever so often. It is preparing you to, because if you can handle it with the two or three that say they love you. and that's right. <laughs> I'm a, if, I can, if you can handle this, <laughs> that ain't nothing. And that's where God want to get you. Like So when you get out there, none of that stuff, you know what I'm saying? Just bounce right off. There is no, it, it, you should have no Velcro to negativity. Neg- you should not have on a Velcro suit when it comes down to negativity. I, I am called, and so you can't even have the feeling attached to it. Because some people right now, they feel what they go through. Mm-hmm. They feel their ministries. They feel it. And I've been there. I, 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 I was there. I've seen certain things. I am a trailblazer. I had to be okay. This is what I'm saying to all my pastors that listen to me teach. I had to be okay with knowing that many of my contemporaries would not agree with the things I'm saying or my style. I had to be okay with it. And so instead of trying to get them to roll with me, what I did was I, I, I took a few years to says, where am I going to go? To sort of put my head in the sand, so to speak, a.k.a. just to get on bending knees and pray and develop my style of who I was and what I was saying and where I'm going and who I am and all those things, because those things become necessary. So when God does bring you out, you will come out as pure gold and can't nobody steal that from you. So that's why. You know what I'm saying? So that's the that's the thing right there. So those young old people that you got to bring in, it's yeah. You can't feel that. You can't feel the, the weight of what you may have to face when you go out there in the world. And not only can you, not only can you, uh, that not only you get to the place where you shouldn't feel it, but you got to be able to help them to understand what they're feeling. And that's grace. Like, baby, I know this is going to hurt, but sometimes you're a nurse. The best medicine doesn't taste good, and sometimes the best treatments are painful. 
Maybe I'm called to realign. But you good. You you know as an again, these things have to be incorporated in your ministry. It has to be incorporated in the psyche of your ministry. So when you do minister, you know what you're doing. Otherwise, in that, it looks like you're just fighting. But yeah. how do you fight without tools? So now what are my tools? Okay, good. I do know that physical therapy hurt when you're trying to get people right back in line. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You realigning stuff. You're breaking stuff. You're putting stuff back in line. That hurts. Or you're making a new line. That also hurts. Um, I, I, when, um, when I was, I can only tell you this because I've been through it. And somebody had to stop me on the street and say, hey, you know, so I had my come to Jesus moments too. Those who listen to me, yeah, y'all gotta, y'all gotta listen to what I'm saying. The Lord told me to build high and preach long. About 10, 10, 10, 10, 10 12 years ago. Mm. Build high, preach long. Right? Mm. That's when my, I got I got kind of got my instruction. Cool. I, okay, I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Build high, preach long, right? So it sounds good, right? Like, yeah, okay, good. So what did I do? I did get to preach long right. You know what I'm saying? Because I used to preach, I want to have two hours. Two so hours. I got that part, I got that part right. But build high. I thought that mean I Took that to mean build buildings. Okay. That's what I took it to mean. So I was like, good. I just started working. I'm in construction. Build how I preach long. So God want me to preach. Don't get into the, you know, we be preaching for, you know, people can't hold a word for about, you know, 35 minutes. You know what they say about people, psyche and all that stuff and ADHD generation, blah, blah. Okay, we get, we're done with that one. Okay. So they told me that. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. And so I said, good. So what I'm building? I'm building my, um, uh, uh, so to speak, institution. Let's just use that. I'm building my campus. You know, I'm, I'm just building. I'm just I'm building all around. I'm just building. I'm building. Somebody to come to me and says, you know what build high and preach long mean? I said, what? Because I didn't know what it meant. What? So what does that mean? He said, you got to build people. Mm. I, said, mm. I said, wait a minute. He said, he wasn't wow. telling you to build buildings? Who is this you talking to? Who, you want to know the person's name? I can't. I, now this person, oh. I can't say their name. They used to go to our church. Now they don't go to our church no more. Oh. So I can't say their name. You know, they said you think you're supposed to be building. You think you're supposed to be building buildings? Like no. Nah. And guess what I was doing? What? Building this building. Wow. I was building when they came to me and says this ain't what you're supposed to be doing. Mm. And I'm like doing it. I'm and I'm enjoying it. I'm thinking I'm doing like, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm mm. doing it. And so. Build high, preach long. God gave me that instruction years ago. It came to me and said, you're not supposed to be building. You're supposed to be building people. I said, oh. Mm. Oh. And then this is where their next word, this was their next words to me. But if you're going to build them, there are some people you want to tear down and rebuild. And that's where you're going to get your problems. That's when I kind of knew, like, oh, yeah, yes, yes. Because sometimes when you're building and you're redesigning, you have to do some demolition. Mm-hmm. For sure. You got to do some, everything can't be retrofitted. Everything, you can't take an old thing and make, and just try to clean up an old thing. Some, some people, some of us, Anthony Fliggins as well, you got to be, you got to be humble. Let it, tear it down and don't be afraid to build it back up again. But with love, with understanding, with that, you can say, hey, this ain't going to feel good. But we're breaking this all the way down. I've done you like this. A couple other people ain't like this. No, no, no. Whatever you thought about it, it's wrong. No, 
Ah, God said you. I don't care what you said. God said, well, he ain't tell me. He told you, so that's your business. I mean, just just bring it all the way down to the lowest common denominator. That's yeah. okay. Now let's start again. And let's start again without the world knowing what's going on. Let's leave the ego alone because a lot of pastors like to bring ego with this. Pastors, leave your egos at the door when it's time for this. Because the people that you're tearing down or you're breaking down, attempting to build back up, your ego will make them walk out the door. Because those same people are also helping you develop your ministry. So you got to respect the people. And a lot of us like to look at people. They we like to get their um how long they've been in how long they've been in ministry, how long they've been doing this, Definitely. and we measure the person based upon, you know what I'm saying? Their gifting or how long they've been. Like no, 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 no. I was talking to somebody today and said, you do know that you in 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 God. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. In 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 Christ, in the kingdom, in this walk with God. You can be a, a aged child. Mm. You just keep aging, but you're still immature. Mm. Yeah. There are churches all over that got 16, 70 year old babies. Mm. Mm. Wow. No revelation, no works. All they do is sit back in the corner and gossip. Been in the church 40, 50 years. And the only thing that excites them is junk, junk food, entertainment, excitement. 30 and 40 years. So in the kingdom, you can be an aged baby. And in the kingdom, you can be a brand new, mature person in the kingdom. There are some people who walk in this door. That is doing more than the people that's been in this door for years. And so we look at their, we look at what they can't do, and then we try to tear them down and say they not, they not, they not, they not, they not. It's the job of the leader to say, but God said, God said, God said. It doesn't matter how you feel. And if your leader doesn't understand that degree of separation, between what they felt, because every leader got some nostalgia in them too. Oh, we did this back in the day. I do the same thing. Oh, that back in the day. Oh, we don't do it this way. Oh, we don't got this. You know, back in the day. We all, Come on. We've been doing this a long time. So when God needs to do something new, it's like, oh, what is this? Right. Like, this is for you. And so now it makes the leader become humble to watch, to learn, to say okay, to reason. Um, you got anything to say about this before I move on? If I keep talking, there was a guy. There was this um, oh man, this Indian guru. I guess go for it, go for it, go for it. So, okay, so the way the way you described my the assignment mm-hmm. that you said, yeah. So the other specifics that uh, I think we what you were saying that there's a difference between, of course, the calling and the assignment. Mm-mm. So you saying being sent. Being sent. Mm-hmm. So the things that I was saying, I mean, there are other things as well, but the things that I was saying, you're saying does not go up, is not a part of the assignment. It actually would be what? Mm-mm. So all those other things, that's all those other. Th- so you say I'm leaving. I left those out. Mm-mm. Uh, Mm-mm. So all those other things that God told you mm-hmm. was part of your development. Oh. So you're learning how to intercede here. 
Okay. And I'm learning how to do this here. Right. And I'm learning how to do this there. Yeah. And I'm learning Every how to support. Day. I'm 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 learning uh-huh. here. And so now, so so okay, God, you know, I, it, so you, but it's not you saying it's not my assignment. Okay, it's not. I, I'm I'm saying you said I'm sent to intercede. Uh huh. I'm saying in, you're sent to learn what intercession is. Now, uh-huh. will you be interceding? Yes, because here I'm not going to give you a book to say read this. And I see you in six months. No, in order to learn what it is, all ministry is um, what my father called hit the ground running, on the job training. It's not no, mm-hmm. you, 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 you're not going to, you're not, and that's the beauty. Everybody listening in, I got past, I, we here to you, we in, we in. This is why God needs small churches. All y'all pastors trying to get big churches. All your pastors trying to be the next big thing. God needs churches that can develop these jewels in small sets. In places where the anointing is high. But the demographic is small. The anointing is heavy. The, 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 the practices and the quality of the ministry is five star. There are a lot of ministries right now where there's a five star ministry. They got no more than 50 people. And everybody looking at that ministry like, why y'all not bigger than what? Why y'all not bigger than this? You can, I mean, preachers came in and said, yeah. you preach like this. Why aren't you bigger? I know why I'm not. Because Natia Moore. That's why I'm not. Because any other mega big place, I'm not coming against any mega church, by the way. However, when you get in those stages, you are in line, Tia. A real line. <laughs> like, <laughs> a lunch line. <laughs> Get to the back. <laughs> Cause you <laughs> Man, you in line. All that gifting, all that anointing, all that power, all that grace, all that music, all the money, all the learning. I feel it in my spirit. And you go to certain those people go where the lights are. They go where the stained glass windows are. Because they see that this is where I belong. And th- yes, you do belong there, but that's not where you're supposed to start. So now that gifted minister, preacher, pastor, praise and worship leader, music artist. Prophet. Prophet. Talk back to me. All those gifts has to be nurtured somewhere, but not only nurtured at the place where I am learning it, but nurtured at the place where I'm actually using my gift. Right. So God needs small churches with, with five-star quality for gifts like yours. Pastor, get it together. Paint the house. Add an extra bathroom. Get those, get those dirty towels out the ceiling. Work on the sound system. Work on the sound system. Talk to them. Get rid of those. Stop using, stop using tape on your drums. Get quality music. Get rid of that Casio piano. Just put it online. Mm. Get rid of it. You got a word, and it's funny that you got a word that doesn't match the quality of your ministry. Mm. It's it's a it's a weird. Mm. It's weird, like you preaching like this and everything else like that. My wife say this all the time. My wife tell me all this. They shall always say, "Flick is how can they preach like that?" But their churches look like that. 
Something is missing. Mm. She say that all the time. Yeah. She said, because one thing has to match the quality of the other. Mm -hmm. It has to. You have to have some synergy somewhere. Yeah. So now when you walk in this building, so when you walk in this building, everybody came to my church, people that were in my church right now, I think came from Empowerment Temple, New Psalmist, mm -hmm. Bishop Jerome Stokes. Mm-hmm. And our first question I ask all of y'all. Yeah. <laughs> now, why you laughing, right? Because you know. I'm like, how was that transition? Right. Like, we can't tell. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Y'all said, how is the transition, y'all? Y'all like, come from all of that. Just, like, as far as all that. And guess what everybody said? It's just a little smaller. Yeah. It's, a, it's more intimate. Mm -hmm. But the quality is there. I said, okay, I got it. I got it. So y'all are making me. See, y'all make me. So... If I come against you, I'm also coming against myself. Mm. Pastors, listen. Y'all are making me. Deshaun said, clean your bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all making me. Pastors, your <laughs> members can make you. And I know you're like, I'm made by God. I, I'm, not, I'm not talking about that, Rev. So, Rev, don't. Come on. We're not going there. I'm not. I'm, I, don't, don't play with me. Cause that's not what I'm talking about. I know you made by God, and I know I already know you're anointing, and you, you you have coffee with the Holy Ghost. I get it, Rev. I'm like that too. But what I am saying is, when you see God, when God starts sending you people who have these shining gifts and these gifts that can change the world, and God starts sending you talented people, anointed people your way, it is you have a demand. To provide a quality ministry that's able to house that kind of anointing. Mm. The job of a pastor is to create the condition that makes what I just said possible. Mm. That's our job. Wow. You might want to know what a job, and I'm talking about a local wow. assembly. My job is to create the conditions mm. that makes that, what I'm just talking about, possible. Mm. You don't have to have a in fact, the days in the mega church are over anyway. There's more people online than in church, so we'll deal with that another time too. That's but I'm talking something different. So T is so yeah. Oh, come on, Rev. Oh. Mm. Oh. Mm. And if more of these small churches will just say, you know what, 2024, we're just gonna get the house right. Yeah. Not and the way we the way they think is God gonna give us a bigger house, mm -hmm. so we ain't really got to worry about this. Right. Steward, they're not steward in there. Thank you. Yeah. We about to blow up. Mm. Wow. We about, we, about to, we on our way. No, mm. you're not. Right. No, you know you're not. You've been there 10 years. You might be the next 10. Like be faithful to, with fear. Go ahead. It's like when you're about to trade the trade your car. Yeah, you just, you know like, what I'm I changed no no the I am on this. Not, not this one. Not this one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we wait. All, it's, we, it's, all, it's in our human nature. So now if I see God constantly bringing me, okay, so God is bringing me all these things. God bringing me, forgive me, Lord, for God bringing me to all these kind of people. Now what am I going to do? Mm. I have to develop a ministry that's able to house these type of people. By the way, I want to say that y'all did not join my church when Jamal Bryant left. 
Thank y'all. I just wanted to put that out there. No, yeah, I want to just call it. Yeah, I want to. Like people can go. No, no one. No one. No, no, no. Nobody joined my church when when he was still there. Sixteen. Yeah, when he was still there, y'all. Everybody was like, "Well, he did." We know we left. No, everybody, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. no. That's y'all church. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not my no, church. No, 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 no. It was way before. <laughs> before then. Way so, er, so that's so that's why. So and so now, whatever God give you, gift of prophecy, uh, intercept, interceding, writing music. Performing music, creating music, you know, your album, praise and worship, all those things. God, you have given me a platform that others may never see. And, you ready for this? If they do see it, they got to pay for it. Mm. To... And this is why, okay, so this is the kingdom mm-hmm. method. I'm, I'm talking a lot, so you got you to interrupt me. Can you interrupt me? You're good. I'll, go ahead. I'll okay. try to Okay, just interrupt me. Just cut me okay. off. I'm going to keep on talking. Just cut me off. Okay. Here is the kingdom model. And the kingdom model is a man found treasure. It's in Matthew chapter number 13. Man found treasure. Uh, when a man found treasure, the Bible says he went and left and he bought the field where he found the treasure. He didn't, he didn't, he hid the treasure. So he went to a field, mm-hmm. found treasure, hid the treasure, mm-hmm. then bought the field, mm. which makes him not only the owner of the field, but also the owner of the treasure that he hid. Mm. Every time y'all read the kingdom message, every pastor go to Matthew chapter number 13 and read the kingdom message. You'll always find a man sowing seed in his own field. Mm. Wow. You will always find somebody digging something or doing something in their own field. Wow. The kingdom message is about ownership. It's being able to say that I am investing in the ministry that's investing in me. Yeah. I am working in the ministry that's helping me to work. Mm. I'm not giving in this stuff or giving into a ministry where I got to wait 48 years. Then by the time I get started, I'm too old to do it and I've, I am not coming against any other mega church. I promise you that. And I'm not here for that. I don't even believe in that. I don't know where God going to take me. Right. I'm not, so I'm not here to do that. But I am here to encourage the, the church. We got 50 members. I am here to encourage the church with 100 members. I am here to encourage them. So wait a minute now. Wait a minute. Rev, I know you got a lot of, you got a lot of dreams and visions. But please do not overlook those gifts that keep coming in your church. Mm. You can't do that. Yeah. That's not fair to them. No. And then you're going to pray for them. Mm. But don't create an environment for them to work. Or develop. Or develop. That's what it is. Mm. So what else God going to give you to do? What else? What else? What else? And during the practice wow. of those things, during the practice of these things, like, okay, I'm good. I'm good. Then when it's time for you to go, man. It's almost like the developmental stage is is overlooked in um in churches in general. As if like uh when, when people come, I guess they should already have what they need. They should already be um, you know, seasoned and they should already be prepared for Whatever it is, you know, whatever I guess assignment that they're 
and it 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 like for example when I was at um like a larger church there there was no two other two larger churches there was there was no I don't want to say opportunity but there was there was no if you were not in the you know the elite the family the not even the family but the the those that were known amongst if you could sing or if you could preach or if you could minister like it's a lot of ministers that are out in the they wouldn't even be given a chance to say anything so it's almost like the developmental pieces is just overlooked it's not it's not it's not even it doesn't seem like it's even looked for in a lot of ministries like we're looking to develop this is our development season or this is our group for development it just it just seems to be skipped skipped over it's it, completely in a fast society it's fast mm-hmm. it's fast so here's the other here's the other side of this cuz there's another side of this to the small church again mm-hmm. that's as much to the small church and some churches are even smaller than that i heard a man said that some people got a small church you shouldn't have a small church I, I, and we got to deal with that too some people shouldn't even have that. I, I heard some. I heard some. I heard some. Yeah, yeah, you, like you know. Okay, let's deal with this real quick. And um, and we're not comparing small with big. We're telling about. We are talking about the need for a smaller church. So we're not talking small against big. Because every time we talk about a small church, we always comparison. Comparison or juxtaposed to another, a bigger, larger church. And we always do this comparison thing. We're not doing that. We're talking about the need for. Why does God need smaller ministries? Right. Period. Now, here's another thing. God needs smaller ministries. It's for that man who's on the street. You ready for this? That wants to be a deacon. Yeah. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah. But he, but he still ain't. But God ain't still. But, but God ain't done with him yet. God, you know, yeah. he still got some work to do. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He still do some stuff out there. And but he want to come in. He just want to work in a church. Mm-hmm. You do know that man. That man. That that particular man. He doesn't look. He has a. He doesn't look a certain way. Right. He doesn't even feel comfortable walking in a church. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? He needs something that he can sort of walk into and help the reverend clean up. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He come in, he open the door. He help clean up. Yeah. Um. He, he you know what I'm saying? Like they should wash the bathrooms. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? He make sure the front is clean. Right. And guess what? The, and guess what the pastor do? The pastor's just so glad they had some help. He just make him a deacon. Yeah. <laughs> 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 He's so glad. But God need people like that. Yeah. This is the scripture we start, we're talking about right now in St. Luke chapter number 14. St. Luke chapter oh, yeah, 14. Yeah, yeah. We're right here yeah, okay. right now. Okay, yeah. St. Luke 14. Mm-hmm. Now, the first part of St. Luke 14, he talks about the people who were invited. Mm-hmm. The second portion of St. Luke 14, within the same parable, he talks about the man that invited the people. And this is what he says. When you invite people to your house or to a feast, he said, don't invite the people that, that can pay you back. Mm-hmm. Invite the lame. Invite the, mm-hmm. the, the blind. I'm going to tell you what, essentially what this means. Invite the dumb. Invite those people. Now, this is, this is the, this, essentially, this is, what the, this, is what this, this is what this scripture is saying. Invite the people who may not have an address. Mm. Invite the people that you cannot send a formal invitation to. Yeah. A.K.A. invite the people that you have to go get. Mm. Wow. It's easy to say, what's your address? I'm going to send you an invitation. Mm-hmm. But invite the people, you ready for this? You cannot formally invite. Mm. Essentially, that's, what, that's, that's wow. what that parable means. Invite the people you cannot formally invite. Because it's an invitation, I need an address. Mm. Sender. 
I need to send this somewhere. Right. But those people, a lot of those people were homeless. Mm. Beggars. Mm. He said, invite them. How do you invite them to you? You got to go get them. Yeah. You got to find them. You got to, that's, you got to go get them. You got to find them. And you bring them. To, those are the ones you invite to the house. So the people that you invite are the people that you have to go get and the people that cannot bless you in return. You got to go get those people. They don't have an address. And when you go get them and invite them, you got to look at them. You got to smell them. Mm. You got you to gotta shake their hand. Mm. You have to assist them to the wedding. So that invitation ain't no, <laughs> I'm going to email you something. Right. I know they don't have an email address. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They sold their phone for right. drugs. Yeah. And they sell their free phone again. Those Definitely. free phones. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They sell yeah. free phones to get high. Yeah. He said, yeah, you got to invite them. Mm-hmm. Now, what you got? how do you invite them? You got to leave your place and you got to go get them. Mm-hmm. And that's what Christ did for us. Wow. That's what Christ did for us. That's what Christ did for us. And so when we start doing that, now you're going to start seeing how the kingdom works. Mm. It's more than a high life message. It's more than a high life message. Everybody think the kingdom message is a high life message. Yeah. It's more than a high life message. The kingdom message is far more than a high life message. Wow. No, 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 no. Go ahead. The um, the the particular uh like thing I saw, I keep doing that, was um a bishop or a pastor. He was saying when we talk about the size of the church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had made a comment. Um, uh, saying that like certain pastors that have like three members. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut down. <laughs> shut down. Church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess my main concern is I got something to say about that too. <laughs> how do you like? <laughs> You're good. Go for it. It's just I don't know. It's I think it's complicated because Sorry. it's hard for people to understand. I guess if you're called to the three, mm. or if you have. A congregation of two thousand, but mm. only three get it. Mm. Is it a difference? Here's what I will tell you, Tia: that God, when He gave a man a talent, He gave one man five, one uh-huh. man two, and one man one. Mm. That's what I will tell you. Mm. And I would also tell you that <laughs> you got, you got, you have a, you have a calling on your life, and you have a demographic to reach. Mm-hmm. I will tell you this: if you, if you, if I am called to win two thousand, right, uh-huh. and I win. Nine one thousand nine hundred and ninety nine, and if you're called to win seven, and you won all your seven, mm. in the eyes of God, you won more than I did. Mm. Wow! This stuff we're talking about is actually we added capitalism to the kingdom message. Mm. Wow! That's all y'all did. You added capitalism to the kingdom message. You're more concerned about growing your church than growing your people. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You have added capitalism to you have added you have added Ooh. Western capitalism Ooh. to the kingdom message. There was a book I need every pastor to pick up and buy. It's called the American Gospel. Mm. 
Every pastor should have this in their library. It is called the American, American Gospel. Gospel. Um, if somebody's online right now, put it online. Uh, it's called the American Gospel. I forgot the who the American author Gospel. is, but I told I told all y'all to get the book. It's called the American Gospel. Everybody, every pastor needs to get this book. It needs to be in your library. It is called the American Gospel. One and it talks about the tolerance. Um, you got it. Uh-huh. Who was by? It's by. This is the documentary. Hold on, keep going. I'm okay, sorry. so the book called the a book, a book called the American Gospel. Every everybody, every pastor, yeah. leader should get this book called the American by Gospel. John, yes, John Meekin. Yes, yes, yes. Get the book by John Meekin, right? Yeah. Yes, get that book called the American Gospel. John Meekin. John Meekum, thank you. The reason why you need to get this book by the American Gospel because it shows you um, how America's tolerance for certain religions uh, took place and how they was able to uh, how they was able to um, I want to say how they was able to project Christianity mm. while allowing other religions and faiths about tolerating other religions and faiths. Mm. It also tells you about the earlier fathers. And how they wanted to be preachers. Okay. Don't you? In that book, it tells you about George Washington. And George Washington said, if I wasn't going to be a president, I would just go ahead and be a pastor. Not even a calling. It's just because I know how to wow, work people. Wow. I can, I can keep things wow. going. Wow. I can keep my slaves going. Mm. I, this wow. is what he said. He said, if I wasn't a president, <laughs> I would just be a pastor. Mm. No call. <laughs> he ain't say nothing about it knowing this. Right. Yeah, like wow, like wow. You why not? You wanna know why? Because because in a system like this, you are trained. It it doesn't matter if you're actually called or not. They can train you to do it. To move people. Yeah. To yeah, yeah. sway politics. Uh-huh. To do those certain things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It ain't even about the people wow. at this point. For some people, it's about their need. To get their ego stroked. And you saw people right now who didn't make it in politics and didn't make it in music uh-huh. and didn't make another stuff. And what they do to you? Pastor. They pastor. <laughs> you, know, you know how many, do you know how many pastors? Wow. Do you know how many musicians became pastors during the pandemic? Quite a few. Quite a few. I know it's gonna hurt. <laughs> put it out there. It is what it is. Do you know how many musicians became pastors during the pandemic? I'm not finished. Do you know how many evangelists, mm. traveling evangelists, became pastors during the pandemic? Wow. During the pandemic, mm. traveling evangelists became pastors. Why? Why? Because they wasn't running around making that money. So you know the next best thing to do? Open up a church. Wow. Oh, oh! I know wow. what to do. I know what to do, and that's why all those musicians and all those artists became pastors. Twenty 2020, twenty 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 one. Trust me, God ain't had nothing to do with that. Mm. God, I'm telling you, if that pandemic didn't hit and they was traveling, making that money, they wouldn't be pastors. Mm. You ain't got nothing to do, wow. and the money ain't coming in. Wow. And the PPP and the PPP loan ran out. Mm. Now what? Pastorship. Pastorship. <laughs> we go. Yeah, pastorship. That's right. That's right. That's we not even gonna open a building. We gonna get a school. The school's closed down. We gonna go get <laughs> school's closed down. So we gonna what we gonna do is rent the auditorium. Mm-hmm. I almost said 
we're going to rent the auditorium, wow. and guess what we're going to do? We going past them, yeah. and the people going to come with their mask on, and they going to give. It had nothing to do with God's wow. people, and it still ain't got nothing to do with God's people. It don't have anything to do with that. So when these pastors tell me that you need to close down and stuff like that, all I'm trying to tell you is you just better know you called. Mm. You better know you called because you're going to be tried for it. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. And people tease people tease pastors now, and pastor got a bad look because of you know uh, all of the, the the stuff that comes out on the oh, internet yeah. and yeah. all that stuff. I mean, everything yeah, out there lot. now. It's a lot now, so it's a yeah. lot we got to deal with. Pastors usually go through and struggle uh, behind the scenes. Now everything is on the scene, yeah. And so you know what I'm saying. And uh, okay, um, we we we'll deal with it. We yeah, all your personal business is out there. Yeah. So it's kind of difficult your to be past a, everything. It's just all out there. there. Too. It's out there now. It's like oh my goodness, you know they found out you got 15 babies out there. Yeah. Well, oh right. my God! Like you know, all the stuff you didn't know before. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And now all yeah. of a sudden, you know it. Now you want to lead the church. Right. Like yeah, he been doing it. Right. She been doing it. Right. It's you not, know what I'm saying? Not new. Now you have something like, but God told you. God didn't tell you. The internet right. showed right. you. Right. Exactly. You know. Oh my God. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it's out there. Yeah. And oh, now all of a sudden they not anointing no more. They yeah. Were, they were laying right. hands on you before. Exactly. And you already knew. Man. You knew it was going. So. That's what I'm talking about mm-hmm. with this. Okay. With this. So to the to the pastor that has 10 members. Now, if you would ask me as a pastor rule of thumb, you ask Anthony Fliggins, pastor rule of thumb, I I just say 10 or more. I say 10 under, you may need you you may not have a church, you may have just a following. But I'm just a man. Can God call you for five? Yes, he can. Mm-hmm. Yes, he can. Yeah. Can God call you for five million? Yes, he can. Mm-hmm. Yes, he can. I didn't call you. So my little rule of thumb for 10 is only based on the synagogue. That's it. So what the synagogue was, was people couldn't get to the temple. Mm-hmm. At the time in the Old Testament, people couldn't get to the temple. They couldn't get to the temple um, during Israel's I guess oppression, while he was under oppression for about 70 years, under oppression of different um, different governments, uh, Babylonian, Assyrian, the Persian, Babylonian, Assyrian, the Persian. Y'all preachers help me out. Don't let me fall. Um, the Babylonians, the Assyrians, and the Persians. I think I'm right. I think I'm right. Babylonians, Assyrians, and the Persians. I think I'm right, but y'all help me out. But anyway, while they was going through that, and uh, a preacher uh, put it down on paper, then later on the Roman poppy. Later, later on Rome, then the Roman poppy. Okay, so those five. But right now we're dealing with the Babylonians, the Assyrians, and the Persians. Um, were the Egyptians before them? Yes, the Egyptians before them. Okay, but under that rule, you know, yeah. under that rule, <sighs> under that rule, 70 years going through, um, they could not get to the temple or do anything else like that. So what they did was they had a synagogue. And a synagogue was like a sort of like a, it was a temple type. But in order to qualify what a synagogue was, you had to have 10 devout men. 10 devout or 10 real Israelites mm-hmm. or 10 real Israel people. No one from, uh, no one marrying from uh, the land that they was in because a lot of intermarrying went, went on. So none of that stuff. They had to be 10 devout Jews. Ten devout Jews was the measurement, the standard, mm-hmm. to actually set up what is called a synagogue. Okay. And a synagogue, the word synagogue simply means a community where we pray. Right, okay. Or, or a place where we commune. Mm-hmm. That's what a synagogue was, a place of communing or a place of prayer. 
a place where we could talk to God for ourselves. Our God. Mm. That's what the synagogue was. Like a, it was like a makeshift temple. Yeah. But it was not the temple. They couldn't get to the temple. Right. It wasn't even a place where they offered sacrifices. Mm. We got a place where we can come and gather, and we can't do what we used to do. So let's just, if we want to continue holding on to the word of the Lord. And so here we go right here. This is what he did in the synagogue. In the synagogue, this is what he did. Okay. One man would get up and read from the book of Moses. He would sit down. Mm-hmm. Hey, all y'all ministers, listen to me. Another man would get up and read, again, 10 men. Now, you can have more than 10, but he had to have 10. That's where my pastorship come in and said more than 10. I'm just okay. using that rule of thumb right there. I'm using that metric. That does not mean I'm right or wrong. I'm just using that metric because that's what the scripture gave us. Okay. So the synagogue was 10 devout Jews. One man would get up and read from the book of the law. Okay. Whatever one of some Moses said. Another man would get up and read from the book of the prophets. Okay. Yeah. And then after that, another man would get up and expound. Mm. To sort of marry those two. Mm-hmm. So one would get up and talk about one, one would get up and talk about the prophets, and one would get up and try to marry or merge the two. To put the prophet with the law. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what they would do. The, yeah, they try to, as the preacher would do, get up and they had, they had like a podium. If you if y'all go look at the um synagogue and how it look, it's right there online. You can see it, you know, they had a little podium, everything, yeah. and, and them on the, and them, them rock chairs, they had rocks. You know, they had <laughs> they were sitting on rocks. You were sitting on these comfortable chairs, but they had rocks. Um, and so yeah, so. And that's, how we, and that's what we do. And so this was let now you know why they were so upset with Jesus. Mm. When they gave Jesus the book. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when they gave Jesus the book, he was saying was he wasn't the only speaker. He was the second speaker. Mm. So somebody had already talked from the law. Uh-huh. They gave him a book. He found one of the prophets, Isaiah. Isaiah yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then something happened. After he read Isaiah, he closed the book. <laughs> That's why they wanted to kick him out. They wanted to kick, not because of what he was saying. Y'all don't know the historical broke part the, of it. You don't know, you don't know the, the protocol of it. Right. What happened was he broke up tradition. Mm. Y'all think they just mad because he said it. No, they're not mad because he said it. They are upset because he broke tradition. Mm. What was the tradition? He was the second speaker, but he closed the book. When he closed the book, he was saying, don't nobody get up behind me. Because today, that word is fulfilled yeah. in my mouth, yes. in, in, in your eyes. Yes. And he sat down. And he said, he broke it. That's almost like somebody getting up in the middle of our service and says, saying, you know, we ain't going to flick his ring on preach. We done. We done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're like, wait a minute. No, you can't do that. You can't do that. We got a protocol. Mm. The reason why they want to kick Jesus out of the synagogue is because he broke protocol. Wow. He broke it. He broke, again, wow. breaking tradition, right? He broke tradition. Mm. And they tried to kick him out. He said, today is this word fulfilled in your eyes. Mm. They look at him like, no, no, no. Like, the, preacher was, the, book. the preacher supposed to get up. Yeah, finish it up. Yeah. The preacher supposed to marry them. He mm-hmm. said, no, no, no. Ain't nobody marrying us. He closed the book and said, we done. Service is over. over. Service is dismissed. Mm. And he dismissed the service and they dismissed him. They <laughs> kicked him out. <laughs> they tried to throw him off a mouth. They kicked him out. They mm. kicked him out. Damn. Mm. Damn. Like, get out of here, man. You know, nah. Mm. So he broke protocol. Hmm. 
That's why, y'all. Okay. That's why they were so upset with him. So, back to my little standard. Ten. Okay. So, I guess where is the... You know, I'm always like, where's the grace for the development, right? So, I mean, that person... I mean, and I'm and and I and I do believe that the pastor or the person or the, other the pastor. Oh. I'm talking about the pa- the pastors. Ah, go ahead. Like the pastors. Go ahead. Like so, if we saying you know if they're under ten, right? I'm just using the ten now. Just okay? using the me- that's the only metric I'm they're using. Under ten, if they're three, Oof. okay, Jesus. Jesus. because it's it's they might they're starting right. Like where's the grace for them to start and to develop and to. Like, where's the grace for that? It's kind of just like, you got three, like, you need to close. Like, it's over. Don't do it. Oh, Tia. You know, Tia, you said a lot. I said a lot. Okay, so if I think about this the right way. So if you got three. Like, it's. Do you need a building? I think so. Because you're setting the the precedent. Like, you're, you're, you're setting the standard. You're. You're creating. Uh-huh. You're creating what? What you want to be there, what's what's coming. Like you're preparing for what's coming. Okay. You need somewhere to house them. To house the three. To house the the more that's coming after the three. Or the three that you might I mean, yeah. If you just know you that that's it, <laughs> then so you need a space. With, you need a space. You need a space. You need a space. You do need a space. Okay. Okay. You I know I know you know you know we're gonna get a lot of comments on this one, right? I'm sure we both going to get just, so we both going to get some yin and yangs on this. I'm just one. saying, this, is that the, would that be the don't despise the small? Don't beginners? despise the small. You can use that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like if they're in the development now, if this is like ten years in, then I don't know. I mean, so you know, that might be just called to the three. I'm not sure, but you know what? That's what Charles Waters said. What did he say? Remember, he said remember Charles Waters came here and he I said, remember what, I remember what did he, say? he said, I ain't gonna be that pastor that just got three for 25 years. He said, I'm oh. gonna, he, he said, I can't do that. It depend on the specifics of what. Of what you know, what God's called you to. It's interesting. It's if interesting. You gave me a number three, and I'd be like, okay. It's interesting. So if I okay, so all right. So here's my question: If I'm a pastor of three, do I need a church building? That's number one. Yeah. If I know that you said yes or no. Yes. You said yes. Okay. So if I'm a pastor of church, if I'm a pastor of three people, do I need a church building? Or or can I alter the the direction of people and saying, you know what? We just got these three. Let's just say four. Hey, let's say five, right? Where there are two or three gathered. Two and three is five. Let's just let's just let's just add some. Five. Let's just grace some. Let's just add grace. You know? And you know when the Bible said two or three, he wasn't talking about two or three, by the way. He was talking about odds, odds and, evens. and evens. I taught that mm-hmm. to you. All right, yeah. But where there are two or three, we got some odd people and some even people in church. <laughs> to God be glory. All right, y'all. And so where there are two or three gathered together, and some people use that number. Okay. So we got five, two or three pastors, we good. Okay. Said to, you know, God will be in the midst. They would use that as the past. That's the, the sort of the the metric. Okay. Just, just, and it just, and it's just some advice here. This is not a right or wrong thing. If I got two or three people, um, what I'm, what I'm, the how much does the building cost? Let's let's get this first. The two or three people, where do they work? If they're in Baltimore City, are they making the medium? Are they in the medium income range? Because it's like fifty, sixty with the household. Mm-hmm. Okay, how much is a how much is a building? What are we talking? Eighteen, mm-hmm. fifteen, small building, mm-hmm. twenty three. Some small buildings, right. court, storefronts are three thousand, depending on the area. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. 
So I only got three people. And so what am I doing? And so now I'm only hosting services to keep the bills paid. That's it. I'm hosting services. Now. And so there are no, um, there is no, you know, no music ministry. Um, because sometimes music staff got to get paid unless you got people in your house. But again, you know, you only got one or two people out here that you can actually minister to. Now you got online you can minister to. Um, are they working to pay that bill? And so not only do you have um, the uh, rent or mortgage, mm-hmm. you also have the gas and electric. And you have the small amenities to do it. So are you draining the people just to house the three? Are we working in circles? Are we just working in it circles? Would, yeah. it's, a que- it's just some questions yeah. I'm just asking. This is for, say, that would depend on the vision of the That would depend on the vision of the, of the leader. Because because there's, there's so many more things you can, I think so that you can many do with yeah, three. With three, you can do a lot. But um, it just would depend on the Yeah, so, would there, so what would be the vision then? What would have to be the vision? What would have to be a vision? So if you got three, I would have to hear. I don't have to hear. But there must be a vision for the three. It would have to be. Yeah. Because that's something. That's kind of difficult. It's difficult to do a... Can you imagine the teaching like with three people would be amazing? No, it wouldn't. It would. It would be boring. The penetration that you can get like just... You mean intimacy? Yes. Okay, so this is my point. The depth of the one-on-one There is no such thing as that kind of teaching with just three people. Why? Because somebody will say, you got to come hear this. Yeah, yes, that would be the point. But I'm just saying that if you're starting with your three. You know, I did. That's what I was. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then you, you have your development, and it it's it spreads. Like, it's going to spread. But I, even if it didn't, like, the development or the reach or the the things you could build, like the ministries that you can build with those three people, I think it'd be ridiculous. Yeah, but, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I see those. Th- I can see that. It depends on the vision. It does depend on the vision. Yeah. It does. It does depend on the vision. Because if you're not a visionary. It's going to be tough. It's going to be like. It's going to be. You're paying. Tough. You are paying. You are paying. Oh, if my God. If there's a vision, like if it's, yeah. Then. Yeah. So those three, so those three won't stay those three. Mm-hmm. So what I've discovered is when you got those, go for it. No, I'm sorry. It's just the my, the grace for it. Like the grace, like that that beginning state. Like it, is it, like are people expecting that? Well, obviously people are kind of expecting that when you start, like you just need to be, but boom, you need to just blow up. You know, you need to have all of these members, and it just doesn't work like that. Like okay, when you first, all the true. time. With That's everybody. true. That happened to me. Yeah, you know, my growth, my my growth. I'm still growing. So yeah. I knew, I knew, I knew that my growth would not be fast. Uh-huh. I knew that I would have a slow growth. Okay. I knew that my growth would be slow, methodical, um, organic. Mm-hmm. I knew that. I, I, yeah, I, I had, I got the revelation early. It mm-hmm. wasn't no, it wasn't no. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. God, this is how you're gonna do this ministry. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was with, I, I, I've, I've preached the three. I've taught my three. I know what it is. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. those three, I know what it is. I also, here's what happened to me. So I'll give you something that happened to me. So the pastor, if you're, if you're thinking about closing or you're not or something's going on, let me tell you what happened to me. I was using a place called uh, Dorby Church of God, 3411 York Road, Dorby yeah. Church of God. Yes. It was my father's church and my, well, my, my, my father's bishop's church. Mm-hmm. I was a used building. Okay. Sometimes we only had three people to come in, and those three people come in an hour late, so I have to teach again. Mm. When I first opened up, <laughs> so I would get on the floor at eight seven forty five. What do you mean you had to teach again? See, I get so so I got three people in there, two people in there, two people in there, and I got I got receipts, I got witnesses. 
That's what I, I did. believe you. I'm just oh, like yeah, wondering, yeah, yeah. like when you say okay. teach again. Watch it, watch it. No, no, I'm saying what I did. Ooh. So everything we're saying, I've been through. So I started teaching at 745, 8 o'clock. I would have prayer for a half hour. I'm the only one praying. I would have prayer for a half hour. Uh, 745, 8 o'clock, I start teaching. People didn't walk in the door to 845. So when they walk in the door at 845, I go back and teach again. And I wouldn't get out of my Bible studies until 9, 30, 10 o'clock. Wow. Wow. I had to so imagine imagine being in the middle of Bible study. And, and it, it wasn't a thing where like, oh, here they, here they come. I got to do it again. No, it was just something turned on. And I just went and did it again. Okay. And I extended the Bible studies. Okay. But in the extension, I went back and started talking some points that I already talked before. Right. So okay. some people was getting it again. To catch them up. To catch up. Well, guess what happened in the middle of that? What happened in the middle of that was there was a, a group that came to my church from Prime America. Mm. They came from Prime America and they had meetings on Wednesdays. Oh, wow. But because I was able to teach again, I developed, I never got mad about the people who came 845. I'm so glad they came in the church. Yeah. I, I just went on and kept teaching. That means our Bible studies went from 8 o'clock to 9.45. Mm. Not because it was designed to. Right. But because I had to. Right. To teach the people that came in late. Okay. Well, when the ones who came in late kept coming in late, I just kept on doing what I was doing. I just kept, I just kept on teaching. Okay. This for years. This was about a year or two dealing with this. Wow. Now. This, ain't no, this ain't no three months. Wow. About a year or two. After a while, there was a group from Prime Margaret. They got out of their meetings at 8 o'clock. And because I was teaching like this, they came. When they came, they brought other people with them. Wow. And then they brought other people with them. Mm. And those were the ones who actually filled the church. Wow. Our Bible studies was actually bigger than our Sunday morning worship. Mm. Or Sunday evening worship. Wow. Okay. Bible studies, our Bible studies were larger than Sunday evening worship. Mm. People will run into the Bible studies. Mm. When I say run, I got receipts. I what is he teaching? <laughs> run into the Bible studies. Mm. I just kept on teaching. But that's allowed me to understand what, okay, and them and those members, they became members and became the founding members of the court of Christ. Wow. And those ones that came from Primark and all those other places, those mm -hmm. friends and other stuff like that, they were the ones who put the down payment on this building. Wow. That we own today. And I taught them how to own and taught from David's story. How to, how to start your business, how to get this, and how, to, how to do this, and how to do that. And I used David's story to teach entrepreneurship. Mm. Wow. How God gave, how, and, my, and, what, and one of my main points about David is before he became a king, he was in charge of 400 men, mm. later 600. Mm. God says, and all the men God, and all the men God called, and all the men he was called to, the Bible says they was in debt, discontented, and um, distressed. Mm. So God mm. says, before I give you the kingdom, mm -hmm. I want to see if you can, how, how are you going to lead 600 broke yeah. men? Yeah. And wow. distressed. Ain't yeah. discontented. Yeah. So you know you put all three of them together. It's called broke, busted, and disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> Six hundred. God said, "I want to see what you do with these before I give you the kingdom." But He already promised him the kingdom. Yeah. And prepared him for this Saul. was this was, was all Saul. this was all this. Mm. Saul had kicked him out. That's why he was out there with them. Oh, you talking about that? Okay. <laughs> Saul kicked him out. Saul kicked him out. Yeah. And so now he out there. He out there. Mm. You know, running from Saul. Okay, yeah. So now why he running to? What are you running for? Why, why, why God got him on a run? It looks like God got him on a run, but what God was showing him was, I got to show you the terrain. 
I got to show you the land that you're going to be leading. Mm. If you're going to be fighting oh, in this okay. land, you need to know where the hills are, wow. where the valleys are, wow. and where the springs are, wow. and where the mountains are. You, If you're going to be a warrior, you got to okay. know where to hide. Mm. And you got to know where to. I got to. I got to. So God used Saul to show to show David what the land really looked like. Wow. I'm gonna show you what this is That's about. Good. So could God be showing you? Wow. What what your life gonna be like? This mm. is what it's gonna look like. Mm. So stop fussing. Stop crying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Learn. And that's what David was. David was wow. on. David was learning. The hills of Injeti. Mm. The fields. The mountains, the springs, wow. the valleys, the peaks. Because mm. this is the places where you're going to be fighting, so you need to know. And that's why he was so victorious, because he knew the land. Mm. He'd been running from Saul so long. <laughs> mm. <laughs> he knew where he knew. He knew mm. all. He knew, you get what I'm saying? Hiding spots. Know all the hiding spots. Mm. Man. So, you know what I'm saying? That's what God was doing that's with good. him. That's what God was doing with wow. him. Wow. And so that's what I taught the people about business. Wow. Like wow. y'all in business, God just showing y'all you're gonna have feast wow. and famine. Let's get this together. And they was just like, if you tell you, my 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 brother in law Chris said, man, you preach so good, you make me want to quit my job. <laughs> like I can't keep coming to your church. <laughs> he, he said, I just tell Amanda, man, we gotta quit. We got all that like, <laughs> <laughs> But then, watch, I, I I can keep on going to you. I'm gonna let you go after this one. That taught me how to run church the way I'm running it now. Because mm. when you got a house full of young business. Owners, you, you got see, feast, yeah. and you got famine. Mm-hmm. So how do you run a church when you got these these seasons yeah. of peaks, and these seasons ain't no money coming? I mean, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just bounce checks and mm. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Lord, I'm like man, yeah. had to tell somebody that no man don't put no more checks in. Let's <laughs> <laughs> keep it. He said, he said, yeah, but I want to. But I said, look, I know how it works. Yeah. You're going to have ups. And I had, to, I, I had to learn how to run a ministry with peaks and valleys. Mm-hmm. I, oh, I got it. Mm. Again, it was teaching Teach. me. Yep, teaches, yeah. Oh, man, Tim. That's, that's what we're dealing with. That's what we're dealing with. That's what we're dealing with. So, y'all pastors, Tim said, if you got three, you good. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. It's your, it's your beginning. Oh, say 10. Here's your beginning. Oh, man. You got me glory. <laughs> Go get that building. <laughs> Make sure you got a vision now. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's real. Make sure you got a vision. Mm-mm. Anything else there? We did good today. Mm. We did good today. Yeah. Any announcements? Yeah. I'm eating okay. some candy. Wait a minute. You want you talk to you. Okay. Let's talk about liver. Yeah, go for it. Okay, everybody, this is this is our second year for the Love Investors Benefit Association. We had an amazing time last year, and we're going to be um, having our event this year on December the 29th, and we're honoring uh, Miss May, um, and that is the pastor's mother. My mama. Um, his mama. Listen, first of all, I'm going to say, I ain't even going to say it today, but <laughs> we are basically, we are honoring her. It's going to be an amazing time. We need you to get your tickets. Now, the tickets are on sale. They're $50 a person. $50. Only $50 a person. Yeah. Is that insensitive to say only? Oh, no, 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 okay. no, no. Because no. this weekend, I'm going to tell them what, I'm, what they can do with $50 in 2023. Okay, bless. It ain't much. <laughs> <laughs> It's not much. Yeah, fifty dollars. Now this um this goes towards uh our people that we are uh, the benefit association, right? So it's, you are becoming a love investor. Um, your ticket is 
sewing into the love investors program and so we'll be giving entrepreneurs um, money towards their businesses so it's a great 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 um, opportunity to be a blessing yes it is I was um yesterday I went to um yesterday I went to see um part of uh, what I went to see a vehicle yesterday old vehicle by the way yesterday and I um give this little testimony real quick and so I went to go see it you know and um you know, we talked about it, and it's gonna be a part of this. It's gonna be part of this, and we'll be give. We'll. I'm, I'm speaking in jogging because I don't want y'all to know everything yet. So, but I'm, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just leading up to what I'm about to say. Okay. Told them about you know liver, love investors benefit association. We're helping out entrepreneurs and blah 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 blah. I'm giving them the whole rundown, uh-huh. and I said, okay, great. He says to me, he says my friend is in Harford County. He said my friend has a lot of properties, hundreds of properties. Mm, mm. And um, he's looking for a business to donate those properties to. Mm. He said, please give him a call because I'm going to put a word in for you. Wow. Sometimes favors just write a conversation away. So we don't know where this is going to go. You don't know. But I do know, Pastor, if you got a vision. Yes. Yes. If you got a vision. Good point. The Lord, uh, yes, right. <laughs> you got a vision, Pastor. So Sheesh. this is going to be a blessing Come to see where on. this goes. So I'm, ex- I'm so excited. About this Love Investors Benefit Association, mm. December the 29th. Where you gonna yes. do it? 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Yes, we have a good time. Yes, you know this church dance. That's a dancing. This is this a, is a dancing. House. This is a dancing house. Now this church like to have fun. Yes. So we are gonna have fun. We are gonna yes. have good music, yes. live music. Yes, uh, people like well, we shouldn't dance. You know, there's a difference between secular and being worldly. Yes, it, you got to know the difference. Absolutely. And um, so yes, I still can't do the Harlem. Shake and I can't do the uh, what's that the park height shuffle strut. and I the, the strut, strut the strut park height strut I can't do that I can't do any of those things <laughs> I can't I can just two step back and forward forward and back left right right left that's it <laughs> that's, that's that's pretty much all I got okay. I, I I don't have I don't I don't have much else other than that you know it's, it's you other, so we, we do celebrate in life Absolutely. we are celebrating entrepreneurship and we are celebrating hard work. Absolutely. And effort, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Definitely. Efforts need to be celebrated. Mm-hmm. And uh, some people just need to see and feel and know that somebody else is helping them and someone else is supporting them and looking out for yeah, them. You know what I'm saying? You're not yeah. in it by yourself. Absolutely. And that's what we're going to do. And we're putting our money where our mouth is. Yeah. So we're blessing folk. Absolutely. Right here in Baltimore City. This is the house. We're going to do it. We're going to do it, y'all. We're going to do it. So We are doing it. We are doing this it. This is year number two. Yes. Yeah, it's the sophomore year. It's always harder. Yeah, that's what they say. That sophomore year is, and I am a living witness. Mm. You know, this is yeah, this is a little bit, little bit here, but mm. I am, I am, uh, yeah, blessed mm. to be a blessing. Definitely blessed to be. So a yeah, blessing. we we in it, y'all. So Ooh. we gonna do it for Miss May. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, been, yes. Been, been, she been uh, the, helping the community over there. Two one two two nine. That's what zip code she's mm-hmm. in. Um, she is doing a back to school events for about thirteen years. Remember the first event was in the back of the house. We we ran out of ice, hot dogs, and everything. <laughs> it was like a hundred degrees out there. Yeah. We ran out of. We had to make. I had to make the stage. Wow, it's the beginning. Yeah. It's the beginning, right? Yeah, we had to yeah. make the stage. So our first one, we made the stage. I had to make the stage. No, mm-hmm. literally, we had no stage. You built it. We built. I built it. I mm-hmm. built the stage. I literally built the stage, and I built it with like um, four or five uh, pieces uh, uh, pallets. Mm. We put the pilots together, mm-hmm. put a piece of plywood on top of them, and we stay with carving on top of that. Wow. So guess where we got our sound system, our music from? Yeah. The church. <laughs> so we took all the church sound system. We took the whole sound sense. system out. Yes. <laughs> we took the whole sound system out, and then we connected a radio 
to the sound system. Mm. And that's how we had our music. Okay. And then we had a speaker, speaking to the little sound system. Mm. That was our little music. Mm. You know, my brother like, man, we gotta get a DJ. <laughs> we ain't doing this no more. <laughs> we gonna, we gonna get a DJ. <laughs> and my father, he was alive at the time. He came out there with his washboard. Wow, a washboard. Okay, a washboard. That's right. <laughs> a, washboard. a washboard. That's right. To a back school event. <laughs> he said, "All right, y'all, line up, <laughs> stand up." And he started talking about Jesus. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I said a little. I said a little word. I just remember it being hot. I bet. Just hot. Mm. I made it happen though. Hot. You made it happen. Now thirteen years later, I mean it is huge. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest ones in Baltimore City. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna keep doing it. Definitely is true oh. a true example of business and yeah, entrepreneurship yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Stick to it from this and giving yes. back. And giving back. We giving back. Everything is fully paid for. Mm. Giving back. Yeah. Get donations from our family and friends and you know what I'm saying? There's yeah. a there's a there's a five one C three connected to it. Yeah. And um yeah. Everybody wow. just come out and just be a blessing. You Beautiful. Know? One one time we had um you know the, the guy that do Michael Jackson, yeah, he was out there. Oh wow, uh, yeah, man. <laughs> oh my god, it, it was real. Woo, yikes! It was fun. Wow, it's fun. It's fun. Everybody it's fun. know him. Oh my goodness. So Mm-mm-mm. yeah, so let's do it. Love Investors Benefit Association. Let's keep it moving. Yep. So All right. if you want to um, send donations, send donations. To, uh, Join Libum. Join Libba, Cash App, Dollar Sign, Join Libba. Yeah. Right there, go to the website, Join Libba. You'll see everything, and yes. uh, let God be God. Absolutely. Thank y'all. Thank everybody. Thank you so much. Listen, we hope that you enjoyed this episode of Pastor Anthony Said. This episode will be available on Tuesday. Every Tuesday, our brand new episodes are available. Make sure that you uh, subscribe and that you like us on YouTube and Facebook. We are your spiritual podcast station, and we just brought you the uncut, unblocked, and unscripted. We are the only place in the podcast universe giving you a balanced approach and a look at the other side. Everything from A to Z. We love you, and thank you for loving us.